Are things better or worse the second time around? Can we really do anything more than once? Welcome to the wild card weekend of the Sports Gods Pick Show. We got Ace, Ant, and Malik. Malik's drinking a soda. <laughs> Actually, you should, you should, you should. No, I'm drinking yes. water. Oh. I'm drinking water because I'm in my, I'm in my fast, I'm in my fasting time at this point. Oh. So I, I'm, I'm in my intermittent fasting. So the only thing I'm allowed to have is water or tea. tea. Um, so I'm drinking water, but I should be drinking champagne because I am the champion. Ah, yes. <laughs> of, of, the, of the, as, as a regular season champion, I should yes. be drinking champagne, but I will hold that off until, until later. You know, regular season champions never win the whole thing, the, the, um, the championship in the, um, in the NFL, right? <laughs> eh, sometimes they do, but not usually. Yeah, you well, know, like the MVP never wins a Super Bowl MVP. That is true. Although Derrick Henry is looking pretty good for this MVP, but I don't think the Titans are going to the Super Bowl. Not with that defense. But we're going to get into it on Wild Card Weekend. We got six games. Thank you, NFL, for expanding the uh, NFL playoffs. Made week 17 very profitable for both me and Malik. Going 11 and 5, and Anthony going. Would you go, Anthony, again? Was it 7 and 9? Yeah, we don't talk about that here. So Anthony finished in last place with 68 wins and 91 losses at 43%. I finished at 76 and 83 for 48%. And Malik almost getting to 50% with 78. Wins and 81 losses, two games ahead of me. Two games to get an ace. And we're going to get into wild card weekend. Also, the two best games from last week, aside from my Bears not having to do anything, although getting blown out in the end in the fourth quarter. I really enjoyed the, uh, what was that? The Titans-Texans game, which was way, way, way closer, much more competitive than I really thought it should have been. And that easily hit the over with 41-38, which was insane. I really thought the Titans were going to come out, put the Texans down, make it an easy one, get into the playoffs, win that, maybe win the division. But no, they barely beat them by three points. And the Colts... I told you, Ace, they can't defend. They, they're they a horrible defensive team, man. Yeah. They're really bad. They really are. They really are the worst. And the Saints' defense has really shown themselves to be something special because... They were able to score on Carolina, but the fact that they held them to just a touchdown really impressed me. And the Chiefs almost winning that game against the Chargers was kind of surprising because they really had nothing to play for, and even their bench players were coming out and scoring. But the Washington football team, the nameless team that Ant has been uh, mocking most of the year, managed <laughs> to sneak into the playoffs with a, what, 7-9 and nine record? Yeah, they're going to get pitch-smacked this week out of here, out of the playoffs. Second-ever seven-win football team to host a home game because the division winners must host a game. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a pretty easy road as a road favorite somehow in the – but we're going to get into it. Have a, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a road favorite in the playoffs by eight and a half points, which I think is the largest ever in the history of the NFL in the wild-card weekend, if I'm not mistaken. The uh, last time a losing team got in, the Seattle Seahawks won at home Yep. when they were in the NFC West. Or was it? Yeah, they were somewhere in the NFC West with the uh, St. Louis Rams losing in the last week of the season to take it, to not want to get there. We got the 
I'm going to start off with the Buffalo Bills hosting the Indianapolis Colts, giving six and a half with the over-under being 51. Um, let me start first with this one. I think the Bills are going to beat the brakes off the Colts. They have shown themselves to be very vulnerable. The fact that they could only get a push last week against Jacksonville is kind of nuts. I think, actually, no, I don't even think they scored, right? It was 28-17. They beat them by, so they actually ended up not covering by, like, three points. Although 14 points spread is a lot. I expect the Bills to um, give them the work pretty much how they gave it to uh, Miami last week in a game they didn't even need. Josh Josh uh, Allen is the truth. He has really shown himself to be a really good quarterback. He actually worked on his game, and it's a lot more accurate this year. So, I mean, the only saving grace is the Bills' rushing defense isn't the best. So Jonathan Taylor might be able to keep it close, but that's asking a lot of a rookie in his first playoff game on the road. And what do you got to say? Well, for me, um, when, when I look at the Colts, basically the Colts is the team that gave the Jags their only win, like their first win. The Colts basically the team that come up always come up big against bad teams. And the only time the Colts actually had a good game against a playoff team was against the Packers this year. Yeah. They, and right now, they, the Colts is in a division that don't, don't really go against – go into teams that have cold weather. They have to go to Buffalo. Yeah. And Buffalo's actually built for the cold. Josh Allen's he's playing lights out. I'm going with the Bills on this one. I'm going with Bills and the over in this. Sure, you want your friend to hear you saying that? Eh, whatever. He, he's smiling from <laughs> ear to ear. He thinks he, I, I already know he's riding the Super Bowl train right now. I think the Bills are an easy pick for the over. Uh, Super Bowl train, I don't know about that because they're going to have to host the winner of the Ravens-Tennessee Titans game. So, yeah, that's not going to be an easy win for them in the uh, divisional round, but we'll see. Malik, what do you got to say? Yeah, this is a sweep for us. Um, I'm taking Buffalo in the over as well. Uh, The the main reason here is Phillip Rivers' uh, playoff record. Oh. Uh, um, (laughs) Take a look at it. It's not even worse. It's even worse when he's played in, in bad weather, um, which it's likely going to be. I mean, he's played, played most of his career uh, on the West Coast, enjoying really great weather out in California. And then he's played a season now in Indianapolis uh, in a dome. So he's not accustomed to playing in, this, in these conditions. And I think, and Buffalo definitely is. Josh Allen's his arm, is, uh, his, arm, his arm talent is unique. And the rest of that offense around him is built for him to, to, to put up points. And the one thing that, that Indianapolis hasn't been able to show with any real consistency is the ability to come back, um, <clears throat> not comebacks when they, when they get down. You know, they, they need to play out and they need to play out in front with the ball uh, being controlled by them. Um, the one thing that they did have going for them last week was their rookie running back. Uh, was it Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Went for what two fifty three, I believe it was. Two fifty three. Had a huge game last week. Um, if he can keep that up, yeah, Buffalo's run defense isn't very good. So if he can, if he can, you know, surprise some people and, and and have a good game again, and they can keep the keep the scoring low, um, then Indianapolis has got a shot. But I just don't think it happens. I think Buffalo comes in here, routes them, takes takes back their uh, their respectability because they they lost their first playoff game last last season. And uh, the you know the, the the beat rolls on for them uh, to go to going to the second round. So, give me Buffalo, and I'll take the over as well. 
All right. Well, it'll be 34 degrees in Ultra Park this Saturday. So, yeah. Well, that's not going to help Phillip Rivers at his advanced age of uh, 39, 40. Yeah. Wasn't he? He was in the, if I'm not mistaken, no joke, he was in the 2003 draft, right? He was in the 03 draft with. um, He was in the same draft with 2004. 2004 04. draft with, with Manning, with Manning and, and Roethlisberger. I mean, Eli Manning on Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, it also happened in yeah. 2003. That was the last time the Colts won a game in Buffalo. Second game, wild card weekend is the 4 o'clock game. I think it's, yeah, there's 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and an 8 o'clock game. The afternoon game on yeah. Saturday yep. is Seattle Seahawks hosting the L.A. Rams. Another divisional matchup. Seahawks are favored by three and a half points. The over-under is 42 because the Rams defense is just there to shut you down. I think John Wolford may actually end up having to start again. I'm not sure. They're trying to get um, Jared Goff back in the starting lineup. Cam Akers is really going to be key in this game if he can play. But um, healthy Seahawks offense and defense at home is pretty much a guaranteed win as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if it's going to be over 42. I think it might hit 45. So I'm still going to take the over because they've been calling very few offensive penalties and a lot of defensive penalties. So it's been increasing the scoring overall the entire season, as I think I tweeted out. And I'm just taking the Seahawks. I mean, they have a better quarterback. They probably have a better and healthier running back in Chris Carson. They have two better wide receivers. Cooper Cup was banged up. He didn't play last week. The only thing they may not have is a better tight end because Greg Olson, but he still rested last week, so he's healthy, healthy and ready to go. And they have a home game, which a home game in Seattle, even an empty stadium, still helps. So the Rams are in for a long day because it's going to be all defense and no offense for them. So Seahawks for me, give them three and a half. I think they could win this. I will put them up 35-14 to 35-14 Seahawks. Malik. So Jared Goff uh, practiced on a limited basis yesterday. Yesterday was Wednesday. We're recording this on Thursday. He did practice on a limited basis. So it looks like he's trending towards playing, but it's not guaranteed, obviously. Um, If he is going to play, then I still think Seattle wins, but I think it's a closer game. And that three and a half maybe doesn't cover. Maybe it's a, it's a, you know, 21, 18 type of game um, where it's just a three point win for the Seahawks. The problem with the Seahawks that I have is that they they tend one they tend to play um, when you think that they're going to play have an explosive offensive day they lay a dud and and then when you think that they're you know going to have to grind it out is when Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and all the boys come out and and really play play hard and I mean we saw it last week even against San Francisco they were losing most of that game. Uh, yeah. They were down most of that game to the, to the 49ers until, you know, miraculously they just decided to wake up and, and, and take care of business. And that's why I think it's, it's just really tough to, you know, to pick them against a good Rams defense. I mean, this defense is a good, solid defense at, at all three levels and can cause problems for, for this team, for the Seahawks and, and for Russell Wilson specifically. Um, so, Again, it's going to be hard to it's going to be hard to do, but because of the uncertainty of the quarterback position of the Rams, I'll go ahead and take the Seahawks as well. I'm going to play the under though. Um, I think this is going to be a relatively uh, difficult game to get over the 42. 
Um, okay. So I think I even said like something somewhere around 20, 21, 17, I, I could see something like 24, uh, 24, 14, 24, 17, which would, which would still have me right under the, uh, the 42. So I'm going to take the Rams and the under, I'm mean, sorry, the, the Seahawks and the under. All right. And, Okay, yeah. So the Rams, I mean, looking at them, the Rams have been falling, um, falling off lately with a bad losing streak here. They, um, they're going to have Cooper Cup coming back from COVID nineteen list. There also is a good chance that um, the left tackle is going to be playing this Sunday and stuff like that. But still, um, Whitworth, huh? Whitworth, Whitworth, Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, I, Andrew thought, Whitworth. He was, I thought he was out for the season, but maybe he's uh, maybe he was re- maybe he was eligible to return. Yeah, it is. It's it's like a um a good chance type of thing with him coming back, but all right. It's still, the Rams got a good defense and stuff like that, so it's definitely going to be a close game on this, in my opinion. Just the same, I'm going the same way as Malik with this, with um Seattle, Seattle on the under in this. I can I don't see this going to be a blowout type of game, but don't I don't really trust the Rams to actually win this. Yeah, I don't either. With their quarterback play and everybody kind of being hurt on their offensive side of the ball. But I will say that you guys were probably more likely to be right about it being an under being as the two lower scoring games the Seahawks had all season were against the uh, Rams with that one aberration against the Giants earlier in the year. They did beat the Giants. They did beat the Rams at home in week 16, 20 to nine. So them covering and beating this team by a touchdown at four points is not really that concerning for me. Moving on to the one team that doesn't really deserve to be in the playoffs. Hosting a football game, the Washington football team in their first year with no name are hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is an NFL conspiracy that Tom Brady somehow managed to make happen to get an easy playoff win first year away from the, uh, yeah, basically a bye week. He might be out of this game by halfway through the third quarter, get into the divisional round, but it'll get tough after that. They are eight and a half point favorites on the road. Um, the one thing I will say is I don't know how great the Bucks' defensive line is. I mean, offensive line is, but Washington's only hope is really to basically just keep sending Chase Young and um, Montez Sweat over and over and over again on blitzes, just all out blitz, all play, um, every play. What I remember, they, their weakness was the um, the left tackle from last year, and that's the reason why they went and drafted that, that kid. Ah, okay. Well, I hope he's ready to block Chase Young all day because uh, <laughs> that's who they're sending. They better be sending double teams his way because without that, I can't see how Washington can cover this. I can't see how they have a chance. The over-under is 44.5, which is kind of shocking to me. Alex Smith is expected to start. He practiced today um, on a limited basis. They're expecting him to go. Terry McLaren's going to play, Antonio Gibson, but this is the – Best run defense in the league. Um, the one game that the Bucks did lose that I was kind of shocked by was when my Bears beat them earlier in the year. But if Washington wins this game, that would be a miracle. A miracle, miracle, miracle. I don't even know if they can keep it close. But the last couple of games the Bucks have played, they've been blowing teams out. So I'm taking the over and I'm taking the Bucks again. I know I'm picking all the favorites, so it's kind of boring. But, I mean, they've been laying the beat, the beat down on people for the past three or four weeks. They're ready for this. Uh, they don't need to rest anybody. Gronk may have an amazing game. Their defense is playing amazing. They're healthy. They're ready to go. This is a Super Bowl run. This is what they played for. So, Malik, what do you got to say? Yeah. So this is where we're gonna. Dif- this is where we're gonna differ here. 
I think oh, Washington wow. covers. I think Washington covers this eight and a half. I think there is a. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think there's, and, and and I'm perfectly fine with being wrong here, but I think that there's a legitimate. Um, one of the things that you know, you know about Tom Brady is if you can get him off his spot, if you can get him, you know, to move his feet, you can make him. You you can you can rattle him a little bit. You can make it's him, you know, make make a couple of mistakes. You can make him throw the ball throw the ball away to the defense. You know, miss a few guys. And the one guy he's missing, um, he's likely going to be missing in this game, is the guy that can erase any kinds of mistakes because he's big enough, strong enough, and tall enough to get it, and that's Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans is likely not going to play. Um, they haven't officially ruled him out. And Adam Schefter on the uh, on ESPN earlier today, they said, you know, don't don't necessarily rule him out completely, but it's possible it's possible that he does go back out there. If he is playing, then. You know, it's just another weapon in the cupboard that that Brady, Brady has at his disposal. But if he's not playing, I think that's a I think that's a big loss for this team, because you know the connection between Antonio Brown and and all those guys. Like he's the, to me, he's the one guy that um, you can. You, he's a bad ball catcher, right? He's he's the guy that you can throw the ball pretty much in any in any area. His catch radius is crazy, and he can he can help he can help get over that situation where you know Brady's going to be under some duress. He's going to be under some pressure. I also trust Alex Smith. I don't I do. trust. I trust him to not make the big mistakes, to not go out there and look like a rookie. He's been in the playoffs before. He's he knows what this is what, what's going to be required, and he knows that this is he's, he needs to keep this game close in order for them to have any kind of a shot or any kind of an opportunity. And last but not least, I trust Ron Rivera. I think Ron Rivera is a co- is the type of coach that can at the very least understand that he again he needs his defense he needs his running game and he needs guys to make plays i don't again i don't think washington's gonna win the game but you i think, think keeping they're it gonna close lose by a touchdown i think keeping it close at home against you know against tampa i think they'll shock a few people by actually being able to to maintain it to keep it keep it up and keep it going and you know, right. last but not least washington the city, the D.C. needs a win. D.C. just needs, <laughs> you know, after the week that the, that the D.C. metro area has had, yeah. D.C. just needs a win um, wow. of, of they, some lap, of some portion. They, they, they can't beat the Bucks. <laughs> if they can't beat the Bucks, at least they can say, "Well, we kept it close." Okay, we gave you a little bit of a scare, Tom. Now, now go off and go off and play uh, play in Green Bay and get your ass beat there because that's not going to happen. They're not getting past Green Bay. I'm sorry. Well. The Bucks are one of the few teams that beat Green Bay during the regular season this year. And at true. home. They beat them at home. They did not yeah. beat them in Green Bay. I know. They did not beat them in like 10 degree weather, which is going to be up there in Lambeau. So. I know. But a win I, is a win. So they know how to do it. Now they just have to do it in colder weather. Washington. The only thing I have to say to the people in the D.C. area is remember fondly how y'all won the World Series two years ago. That's that's about it. Just go put on your Nationals hats, <laughs> put on your Capitals gear, and just think about think about 2018 and 2017. Those were those were good years for y'all. So just enjoy that, and go watch Russell Westbrook highlights of him, you know, dunking on people and Bradley Beal scoring 60 points. Like, and just enjoy that because this is not it's not going to be a good Saturday night for y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead. Andy. I'm I, sorry. I'm going to take. I just going to say I want to take the under on this because in order for Washington, to me, in order for Washington to actually cover this, this game has to stay low. It can't. Okay. Get, it can't get very high. So I'm going to take the sense. under in Washington. Yeah. That makes sense. And what do you got to say? Well, I'm gonna. I, I feel like I'm just following Malik along for this week, but I'm gonna take Washington in the under this. The reason why for me is that if Washington had a struggle against a Philly team, they just basically nailed it in at the end. 
What do you think is going to happen here with Tom Brady and, and crew? They could be missing both of their starters. They, both of their starting receivers just have Antonio Brown in there and they still will win this, in my opinion. That's so that's why you're taking Washington? No, no. I'm taking them. I'm sorry, my fault. I'm taking on Tampa Bay now. There. Sorry about that. Do you, oh, okay. do you know what game you're picking? No. <laughs> you I, don't what, I don't know what game I'm picking. I was just thinking about, Was- just thinking about Was- Washington from last week. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that seems That's the only terrible. reason I thought about them because I was thinking about how they just basically got gifted into the playoffs instead of the Giants. Well, that what that shows what? me is that they're not going to be able to – Tampa Bay won't be able to run the ball. So, without play action, eh, Antonio Brown is really going to have to play great. Like, whatever he did all year, he's really going to have to show up and, like, have a old A-B playoff game and, you know, catch a buck 30 or more for them to really blow him out. Tampa Bay's going to snuff them out and just quite and call it a day and sit the players out. It, it, it's a wrap. If anything, they should have – They should. too bad this is not like how the NBA is. Yeah. Where the best, what you know, where the teams that that should be in there should be in there. Like they, should, right now, Tampa Bay should be playing against the Dolphins, in my opinion. Washington had the Washington had the look. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Washington a little bit of credit here. Washington <laughs> did have the best season of the four teams in the NFC East. They deserve of the four yes. teams in the NFC East. They played yes. the best out of all four of them. The Cowboys could have played their way in. They if my Jet, like right. I said before, That's, I think one of y'all guys heard this. Saw this text before. If my Jets was in the, in that division, they would be the wild card team. <laughs> That's how bad that division se- is. Se- sec- secondly, you talk about <laughs> you talk about Philly. You know, throwing away the game. They were not winning when they pulled. Uh, they were Jay down Harris. by three points. They, they were down were, by a they, field goal. They, right, they were down. And there was no so there was no guarantee that Jalen Hurts was going to was going to bring them back. Although he was playing well, and I think he would have. I'm not saying Philly would have won that, but they were It's not like it's not like it's not like Philly was up 20, 28 seven, and they pulled Jalen Hurts, and then they came and then Washington came all the way back. Washington no, was playing them well and were winning the game. Um, and and Ace, you you just mentioned it. Yeah. Washington does not does not allow running like running, no. like they they are they are good against the run. Yeah, and if you can if you can put Tom Brady in. You know, second and long, third and long situations. He's not a he's not he's not a mobile he's not a mobile quarterback. So I do have a question though. Get after him like this. It can get interesting. I'm just I'm just saying. I do have a question. Be very interesting. In your guys' minds, do you think there's a possible slim chance that Washington can actually pull this out and win this? Yes. No. Because you know why I say that. I remember the 2013 is it 2013 playoffs or 12 no 2012 playoffs where the Seattle Seahawks with Marshawn Lynch in his first or second season had that crazy run against the Saints. What do you mean that Skittles run when he jumped in the backwards? Yeah, was supposed to, who was supposed to come in there and destroy them because the Saints was on fire back in like 2012 or 2011. And he just ran what he broke off like a 90-yard run to win the game. And nobody saw that coming. And this was like a 7-9 and nine Seattle Seahawks team that went to the playoffs. And they were hosting a home game. And they were like, this is trash. They shouldn't even be in the playoffs. And then they won and shocked that. everybody. Yeah. That was the legend of Marshawn Lynch, a beast mode. That's when beast mode happened. Yeah. So, yeah. so would any of take a risk on picking Washington? No, Malik did, but I'm not taking him to win. It's just they're getting eight and a half points. They have yeah, a great I'm, defense. I'm, I'm taking the eight and a half, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with this defense. I, I Listen, think, again, I'm, not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're gonna win. I'm saying, if, if anything, look, the, the last two games that they have played, we're talking. The, the the Tampa Bay Bucks scored against my Lions in Week 16. Okay, <laughs> and 
They played the Lions and the Falcons the last two weeks. Okay, those yeah. you could those combine the best juggernauts. players. You could you could combine the best players from both of those defenses, and they still wouldn't be as good as Washington's defense. Okay, like so so like that that to me that 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 to me is just 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 saying. I think we're giving I think we're giving Tampa a lot of credit, and they deserve it. They're a good team, but I think we're taking a lot away from Washington because they're a seven and nine division winner, and they you know kind of backpedaled their way into the into this position. I see how you guys got me mistakenly have picking Washington, but you know what? I'm going to stay with that. Just no, I, fun. I, okay. oh no, no, no leave, it, leave I, it, no, leave it there, leave it there. Yeah. I'll take the Washington. <laughs> I'll be the person to take the Washington. No, I, I'm already taking Washington. No, he's I, taking I, Washington I, I was, too. I, I'm taking Washington. Okay, no, I thought you mistakenly put me for Washington. I was like, I'm gonna take them. No, no, no. no. Right. I, I put you. I, I put. I put me in. Me in. I put my pick in where you, where I should have put you in. So okay. Uh, Buccaneers have lost three home games this year. They got blown out by the Saints. They lost to the Rams and they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, if you're telling me that the Washington team is now all of a sudden gonna have the best defense like the Rams. I don't even know who Washington's corners are, but they're not Jalen Ramsey. I know that. Uh, I, I, I always so, sleep on Ron Rivera's type of defense. Ron Rivera's an offensive coordinator. That's where he made his name. I don't know if you know that. But I still won't sleep on his yeah. defense. But he coached some really good defenses in Carolina. And mm-hmm. his team is yeah. not – this team is not, not – not, this team is definitely not bad. All right. Well, maybe I'm hating on him. Maybe I'm giving Tampa Bay too much credit against some bad teams. I'm just hating on the name and, the, you know – the, the no name. I think this will be – I think it's because they're at home that I give them so much credit because of how they played Green Bay. And there's just lack of offense. And shutting down the run is really going to make it tough for Washington. But hope I'm right because I want this win. Uh, <laughs> next game up, we got Tennessee hosting the Baltimore Ravens at home. Tennessee has been giving up a lot of points, although they won last week by three when they were expected to cover a seven-and-a-half point spread or six-and-a-half point spread. Against the Houston uh, Texans, who finished the season with four wins and probably losing their quarterback. Uh, the Ravens finished the season on fire. They have just been running through teams the past couple of weeks. And low-key, this is my favorite AFC team with Lamar Jackson. And I'm rooting for the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens, and I'm taking the over. Over is 54-and-a-half. Now, one of these teams plays much better defense than the other, but I could see Derrick Henry getting a touchdown or two. I don't think he's going to run for 200 yards in this game as the Ravens just aren't going to allow him to do that. They're going to make them beat them through the air, which Tannehill has proven that he can do. But I have more faith in the Ravens' offense and defense as a whole than the total team. So I'm taking the Ravens here, getting the three and a half. I think they can keep this close, and if they do, I think they can win. Uh, Ant, what do you got to say? Yeah, this is going to be a fight, but I can see definitely see that. This is definitely going to be a fight. This is going to be a game that I really want to watch. This- to me, this is the game of the week. But I'm going to go with the Ravens as well, but I'm going to take the Ravens in the under in this one. I think this is going to be a smash mouth. Keep it close, but it's not going to be a high-scoring game. Okay. But I already know why. You always, I already knew that you was going to pick um, the Ravens because, you know, you, you like Lamar Jackson ever since he came in the league. Well, that win in Cleveland really showed me how much they did. And, like, they lost to this team. The Baltimore Ravens lost to Tennessee at home 24-30. So they'd lost to them at home earlier in the year. So they've played them before. So they're not unfamiliar with them and what they're going to do and what their game plan might be. But I just have more faith. I have more faith in Baltimore learning from their mistakes and getting better. And Lamar Jackson over the past five weeks has just tore through teams. 
since Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants, and Cincinnati, their margin of victory has been about 17 points each game, except for the Cleveland game, which they had to come back and win, which was five. So I just have more faith in them being able to cover, if not win this outright against Tennessee. Malik. Yeah, it's a clean sweep here. Uh, it's going to be Baltimore. Look, I mean, I, this is obviously Lamar's third season in the league, third season in the playoffs. And, you know, he's hoping to get his first win uh, in, in his playoff career. Um, his first time he lost up was against the Patriots. Um, yeah. Or who did they lose to that first time? No, the first time they lost to uh, the Chargers, actually. Yeah. When the Chargers walked into their building and they were and, – and, and took them down. And then, you know, last year, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they lost to Tennessee – uh, or I don't know who they lost to. Was it Tennessee? They lost to Tennessee in the divisional round after Tennessee in division, had to, came into yeah. New England and beat them. Right, because they had to buy. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so this is this is a bit of a you know redemption for 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 Lamar, an opportunity for him to you know exercise old demons and get an op- get get a, get a, get a win you know on the road. I mean, the pressure is off of them from from that perspective. Um, cause they're not, they're not at home, but the most important thing here is the Tennessee's defense, the defense that, you know, Tennessee was last season, um, with, with Derrick Henry as that, as that, that, you know, smash mouth running back is not the same defense that that's there this year. Um, and Baltimore has turned the corner as an offensive team and is now capable, clearly capable of putting up points against just about anybody in the league. Lamar Jackson just broke the record. He, he just set his own record for being yeah. the first quarterback and the first quarterback to ever run for multiple thousand yard seasons. Um, they're going up against a 2000 yard rusher and Derrick Henry, but and that's not all that Tennessee has, has to give. Uh, Tennessee has a ton of offense. And so Baltimore's going to have to score here and make some key plays defensively uh, to win this football game. I don't know that I want to pick them to win, but I definitely want to pick them to cover. Um, if this is going to go any which way, it's going to go down to the wire fourth quarter, maybe even overtime where you see a, a last-minute field goal or something like that uh, closing, closing things out. So uh, I'll take Baltimore, and I will take the over here. I will say that Derrick Henry has had 378 carries this season. And I'm not That doesn't saying... seem to stop him so far. Like, so far, he seems to be okay getting, getting that yeah. at the high of a – He's not rate. wearing down, I'll say that. Like, he's, he's yeah. definitely on the right side of 30. He's only 27. And dude's just built for this. But I'm not saying he's going to be the problem, but – Tennessee's uh, rush was it rush defense? Like they only they're thirtieth in the league in sacks. So imagine that with Lamar Jackson, the time to throw, and being able to mm-hmm. run around back there. That's why I have more faith in them this week. But we're all picking them. I think they outright win. So I think they're a slight money line favorite. You could do like a plus one fifty with them. I think so. That's a nice play if you got the money and the little bit of gamble to do that. Now coming up next, we got my Chicago Bears visiting the New Orleans Saints in the Superdome, which I believe they're going to have fans for this. The Bears are getting 10 points on the road. It's not shocking, but it is shocking that they're getting more points than Washington is at home with a much worse record. And somehow, I think those defenses are kind of comparable, except we have probably better corners and safeties. Uh, the over-under in this is 47 and a half. Alvin Kamara is coming back off of the COVID list. The number one receiver for the Saints is going to be Emmanuel Sanders. And Chicago Bears still have Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback, so there's all that going against them. Uh, I'm kind of glad that we made the playoffs, uh, even though they still would have had like the 14th pick in the draft if they had. 
thank you to the uh, Rams for helping us get in with that win, even though they didn't need it. And I can see my team covering this, but I could also see us getting blown out. But with the way Jimmy Graham has been used a little bit better and the Bears trying their best against the uh, Green Bay Packers in a cold game at home, I think them playing in a dome will actually help them. David Montgomery has been playing great. The Saints defense is very good. The Saints defense is not great against the run, but they're good against the run. They are much, much better against the pass. So that really doesn't bode well for the Bears being able to come back. But I would like to point out that the New Orleans Saints beat somehow the uh, was it who the Saints give up a bunch of points to in the NFC East, who they really had no business even keeping the close game with. I think it was either the Giants or the Cowboys, which kind of shocked me. And I don't know. Oh, they beat Chicago 26-3 earlier in the year at Chicago. Now, that was one of the games that kind of let us know that Chicago Bears should not be starting Nick Foles. But the fact that the Bears had a chance to win that game when the Saints were at full strength with Kamara lets me know that the Bears can keep it close. So I'm going to go ahead and take my Bears here getting 10. I think they only lose by a touchdown. I don't think they get blown out. They have more pride than that. And they think they're a better team than that. And they're in the playoffs and they want to get paid and they want to make sure that they make a statement here. And I don't expect them to win, but I do expect them to keep it close. Give me the Bears plus 10 and the under. Malik. Mitchell Trubisky is weak sauce. He is going down. (laughs) This is the last game of Mitchell Trubisky's Chicago Bear career. Well, if he wins it. I feel like the entire, I feel like, you know, by Monday, the entire quarterback room in Chicago will be empty. The only, the only, only person in the quarterback room in Chicago will be the quarterback's coach. Oh yeah, I and know potentially the offensive coordinator. The the Saints lost to the Eagles in week they did. fifteen. That's what it was. The Saints they lost did. to the Eagles. Was that was that Jalen? That's the Jalen Hurts. That's the, the Jalen, Jalen Hurts, Hurts game. game. Yeah, yes. that's the Jalen Hurts game that they that they lost in Philly. Yeah, and they beat um, the Bears only by yeah. three earlier. That's that's. That's not that's not gonna happen again, man. I mean, look, I, I, I I'll be I'll look I'll I will be honest with you and say that the Chicago Bears defense is much better than you know people give than people give any even give them credit for, and much better than you know the weak their, their weakness on on the offensive side. They have carried that team in in some instances. Yeah. Um, and and the offense has played much better over the last couple of weeks with like and I've mentioned this a few times with David Montgomery, you know, uh, shouldering a lot of the load and allowing Mitchell Trubisky to not have to make um, a lot of you know decisions. That said, he's made a lot of bad decisions even in those games that they've won. He's just made a couple of good throws here and there to maintain to, to keep victories to keep victories from slipping away. Um, the the, Bear, the Bears are to me not. They're not the team that's going to go in and, you know, beat the Saints. If the Saints are going to lose, the Saints are going to lose in one of these road games, uh, either, either having to go to Seattle or, or having to go to Green Bay. They're not losing a home game against the Bears. I, don't, I honestly don't believe that. And I think that they're going to go ahead and, and take, you know, take them out. So I'm going to pick the Saints. And I, I will play the under here as well just because I don't see the, I don't see the Bears scoring, scoring that many points. Uh, I think this is going to be a tough, tough game for David Montgomery. And because of that, uh, the Saints are going to force Mitchell Trubisky to have to throw that football. And I think Allen Robinson will have a very good game 
um, because he's a very good receiver and uh, but not much else. Not much else is gonna is gonna go right for the Bears' offense this week, this week. So give All me the right. Saints, and I'll play the under as well. All right, and well, I'm reading this thing right now. It says um, Bears defensive coordinator Chuck Pagano is calling Al- Alvin Kamara public enemy number one. So I'm guessing that's who they're gonna be going at, going after. They're gonna go after Alvin Kamara, they try to stop. So him. has every so has everyone else this season. So good yeah. luck. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Hey, good luck on that. So I'm going to go with Saints <laughs> on this one as well. Because I don't trust Mr. Trubisky. I think that his career is on the line. And Chicago's going to be having a new quarterback next year. Who knows? It might be um, Deshaun Watson. You never know. All right. I would like to point out that the Saints went 2-2 two and two over their last four games. And they have five wins by just six points or fewer this season. So Chicago covering is more realistic than men actually winning. So that's why I'm taking them. It'd be All really right. funny if um, Chicago does get Deshaun Watson after they passed him up for um, oh. Trubisky. I don't know if he wants to go and play up there, but I know he's he's not ready to go play for the Texans. It'll keep Allen Robinson there so he won't leave. I will say this, though. The fact that Justin Fields has really only had one season as a starter will affect how high he gets drafted similar to Mitchell Trubisky, except for the fact that Justin Fields had played at a super high level against Clemson. But if he he's, if he plays at a super high level against Alabama um, coming up, he, he may be number – he really may be the number two pick or the number three pick in this draft. So we'll see. It's funny everybody keeps saying that about Fields. From, from my research, I found that I noticed that him and um, Trevor Lawrence basically was one and one A when it, coming out of Georgia at, yeah. at a high school. Yes, but the difference is Trevor Lawrence – has played what two three years as a starter? Three year starter. Three He's year a three starter. year starter. So like that's just more tape. And this year, Justin Fields played seven games. This is the eighth game of the season. So this yeah. isn't even like a full high school season for him. Like I get it. It's at Ohio State. It's you know big time college football. But like eight games, I'm going to make you my hundred million dollar player. Like uh, I don't know. But yeah, I for some strange reason, Todd McShay got him dropped down to the Patriots drafting him. But okay, whatever. Yeah, Todd McShay's wild. There's no way that he drops down to, what is that, the 13th pick in the draft? Like, no. Yeah, that's not happening. I can't see that, but I don't know. I don't know what magic Bill Belichick has rolled up his sleeve, but it ain't that good. <laughs> the last, the Sunday night football game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland COVID Browns. <laughs> Everybody's pushing for this game to get delayed because the coach has it or he's been exposed and they're not even they're considering not letting him coach even through like speakerphone and being able to communicate with his assistants to like tell him what to do or help him out with game planning. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are at home. They're giving six points to the Browns. These two teams have gone at it twice this year. Did another divisional rival game, much like the Seahawks and the Rams. I... I don't know. This this is really a tough one. The over-under on this is 47 and a half, just like in the Saints-Bears game. I could see the Steelers beating them by a touchdown. I could see them not. I could even see the Cleveland Browns winning this game, considering how up and down the Steelers have been. The Steelers do have much better defense than the Browns have had. That extra week of rest that the Steelers had um, has had to have helped. The Browns were able to beat them last week to be able to get into the playoffs to secure that victory, 24-22. So they're going to be playing the same team back-to-back weeks. So if they know this team, this will literally be the third time they're playing them. They beat Cleveland 38-7 to back in October in like week six or seven of the league. I can't see 
I can't see Cleveland really, really honestly winning this game, especially after last week with Roethlisberger not playing and them barely winning this game. I have to go here and take the Steelers. I am very confident they're going to cover. I know this is the first Browns uh, playoff team in like forever since I think it's this century. I'm not even sure how, if I'm exaggerating or not. It might be since like 1997. So their fans have a lot to cheer for. Just 18 years. 18 years. <clears throat> 18 years. So there are people going to college for the first time. We're like, oh, yeah. So this Browns. is a generational. Yeah, this is generational. Yeah. A whole um, generation of people have been born and, and, and mm-hmm. lived since the Browns have been to the playoffs. <laughs> 18 years ago. Wow, that's crazy. So 18 years ago was the last time they made the playoffs. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to disappoint in having a good game, but I don't know if they're going to be able to finish well against this team. They, I was honestly surprised they didn't have a better run game last week. Um, I know Kareem Hunt has a lot to prove. He's been, you know, very – he's been healthy all season. He's been very active. If they can have Baker Mayfield play the game of his life, they may be able to cover. But I just have more faith in the Steelers covering this game. Their wide receivers have gotten it going. Their running game is good enough. I think the Steelers cover. I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring. So I'm going to take the under on this. I think it's going to be more like a 27-10 game, 28-14. But either way, my pick is for the Steelers. Malik. Uh, yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh too. Uh, I'm going to go with the over here though. Uh, I think this. I think this just just gets to a higher higher score. It gets them gets them over the 47 and a half. Look, you're right. Uh, these two teams played last week, and Cleveland barely won by the skin of their teeth against Mason Rudolph and whatever you know, whatever second stringers uh, Pittsburgh was putting out there because the, the game really didn't mean anything to them, didn't matter to them. Um, they are not going to be you know up against that group again this week. Uh, on top of that, uh, I think the NFL is missing is missing the uh, missing a a really you know, key situation here um, with Stefanski not being able to coach. I get that he can't travel with the team. I get that he can't be on the sidelines. But damn it, I mean, if he's got – even if he's got COVID, okay, you can make – you can let him make a call from – let him, like, patch him in. You can call from his know, house. And then he can really call the game from his house. I, I don't understand. There's no way he can – there's no way he can even see it in real time. So what he's going to be telling him is going to be getting there late anyway. Is that like Belichick well, is actually going to be on the other side intercepting the no. call? Right. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying let them call the game. I'm not saying call no, the game remotely because let him coach the whole delay, game. But who cares? But but at the very least, you know, let him let him you know call into his you know let him call in call into the to the, the coordinators on the field or somebody that's that's gonna. Well, I mean, this is my god. This team hasn't been. This, this, I'm just saying, this team hasn't been in the playoffs in 18 years, and, and the first the first time they get in there, you don't even let them have their coach. Like this is this is. This is robbery. Like, one it thing may be another 18 years before this team gets back into the playoffs, damn it. Like, let yeah. him, let, let One him thing I understand is that why didn't you just put him in the booth and, in the, in the, um, you know, the coaching booth on the top? Well, he can't nah. travel with the team. They'd have, they'd have to travel him separately. I mean, it, like, I get why you don't let him travel. I understand that. If you don't want, you don't want him to travel with the team, you know, and you don't want to expose other people potentially, you know, I get it. You know, he could have just driven. I mean, you could drive from Ohio to Pittsburgh. I, you know, it's not that far, right? He could just drive it himself if he wanted to. If I'm but, the owner of the Browns, uh, I'm flipping the bill. He can just keep fly privately, you know, fly over there. Right? I'm, not, I'm not flying him in my, in my jet. I'm not flying no COVID coaches in my jet. No, no. <laughs> if he wants to get there, he drives. He says my jet. I'm running the jet out. 
he drives like everybody else. He drives his butt over to Pittsburgh, and then he calls the game. Let him sit in the stands. Let him sit in the stands and call the game. There's nobody. Out, there's nobody. There's, there's only like five stands in the field. Five, five fans in the field. Let him sit in the stands and call the game. I don't. I would like, like to point out. You have sick and driving. Yeah, Mason Rudolph threw two touchdown passes, but those two touchdowns didn't come until the fourth quarter when Cleveland was already up twenty-four to nine. No, they they were up they were up most of the game, but they allowed they obviously yes. they allowed Pittsburgh to come back with their third string guys yes. in a game that they absolutely no. needed. He was they the needed Smith that Schuster game and Chase Claypool. Those were starters. It was just the backup quarterback well, that did it. They needed that game, and they almost lost that game. Yes, to Mason Rudolph. If Ben Roethlisberger can't get this done, he might as well retire now. Okay, That's if he true. can't get this done That's against true. against the Cleveland Browns, he might as well retire now. Cleveland has everything stacked up against them. They have nothing, I mean, they're, they're, they have nothing what? to lose because I'm, clearly, I'm, I'm clearly they've got the decks against them. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns. I'm saying the Cleveland Browns are going to cover. And I'm taking the under. You go right ahead and take the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to take, this, this I'm my take the Pittsburgh Olympic. Steelers and the under. Yeah. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers and the under. The Pittsburgh's healthy. <laughs> Pittsburgh's healthy. And they're going to think, and I think they're finally over the hangover of, you know, trying to win every game, trying to go 16-0 and, and, and and the expectations that was coming with them, you know, winning all those games. So, yeah, give me Pittsburgh, and I'll take the under. I mean, excuse me, I'm taking the over uh, for this for this one. So, Ant, over to you for the last pick of the night. See, I, w- yeah. I was about to pick Cleveland in the under, but then Ace just convinced me not to go that way. <laughs> so wow. I'm just going to so go wow. the, other, the correct way and pick Pittsburgh in the under in this one because, you know, I was literally just like, oh, fire. I was like, nobody's picking Pittsburgh. You know, I'm going to pick Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with the under. They might can pull it out and stuff like that. But then they switched over. It didn't feel right. It's just like bad karma right there. So I'm like, you know what? Let me move away. Mr. Mr. Last Place is calling me bad karma. Is that what that Yeah, you bad karma, man, because I've been try- you know, you've been messing me up. So, you know, God, I'm gonna get my God. swagger back this week and I'm gonna go six and oh this week. And I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh and the under in this. Hate to see it. Lock of the week. <laughs> my one lock of the week is gonna be the Seattle Seahawks. I'm not gonna go crazy here. The Seattle Seahawks will cover against those Rams. That is my lock of the week. Saturday. Well, everybody's lock of the week should be Tampa Bay, but anyway. No, uh, my lock because... is my, my lock is Buffalo. Yeah, because my Tampa, lock is Buffalo. Tampa can win and easily not cover. Tampa could win that game by one touchdown, just because they can't run the ball against Washington, and I wouldn't be shocked. They just got to win in advance. That's all Tom hey. Brady's caring about. Move on. See, you ruined you ruined it for me, because I actually had a speech going. I was going to say Ben Roethlisberger can re- retire because Cleveland's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> you had to choose them. I'll say this. Uh, Miles Garrett is going to be doing everything in his power to help him retire sooner. Yeah, he's going to have some twisted tea for him. So he's going to be <laughs> the twisted tea. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be coming with the twisted tea, all right. He's going to be coming. Yeah. <laughs> but Kevin Stefanski must have a game plan, and it, I think it does make it a little bit easier when you're playing. I don't know if it makes it easier, but it makes it easier to game plan for a team that you know you already played twice during the regular season. That you literally played in week 17, except now you're just going from your stadium to theirs. So yeah, that's the scary part right there about playing against somebody in your division in the first round. Exactly. So you Seattle know gonna and, do, Ray, you know Rams going to have to do the same thing. Exactly. And I think that's the one advantage that um, the Washington has over Tampa is that they never played each other all year. The entire season, they've never played. They're the only team that can say that. Every other team has played each other. Oh, no. The Bills and the Colts also haven't played each other either, so... It doesn't count. Bill's going to win that. We expect them to. But, you know, 
the Bills have choked in the playoffs before, so let's not be shocked if you know that happens. <laughs> I expect them to win, but just because I, I expected them to win a Super Bowl too, but that hasn't happened, so who knows? <laughs> shout out to the University of Buffalo, by the way. Um, we're gonna do some shout outs here at the end of this. At the end of this, Happy New Year, everybody! But Malik and yeah, Malik, you go first. Ha- well, I go first every weekend. I was gonna, give, <laughs> was gonna hand it up to you, and give you the opportunity to go first this time around. Oh, yeah. no, I'm good. I'm still thinking here. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go. <laughs> Shout out to the University of Buffalo being in top 100 in the net rankings of college basketball. Shout out to my Knicks for winning two games in a row against two playoff teams. We actually got a winning record for the first time in a while. I'm uh, very happy about that. I may actually go and buy MSG extra so I can actually watch all these games this year. Let's see what we could do. Hopefully, Obi Topping can get healthy again. I want to see the rookie play. Um, Shout out to my Bears for making the playoffs. This is going to be make it very interesting this weekend. Win or lose, it's still going to be fun. And uh, shout out to the NFL for pushing. Uh, hopefully, they push the Cleveland Browns Pixers Steelers back one more day, so that Stepanski can actually coach this game. We'll see. Malik. So, <clears throat> this is a little reverse of fortune. Shout out to Doug Peterson. For taking, for taking, for having the having the guts. What? <laughs> having the guts to take Jalen Hurts out of the game. Wow. Which allowed the Washington football team to get into the playoffs, but more importantly, allowed me to win the regular season of this pick of this of this pick show. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> had we had 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 Washington not covered, had Washington not won that game and covered, yes. we would have been tied, Ace. We would have been tied because I would have lost one. You would have won one, and we would have been tied. That's great. And we would have ended the season. We both ended the season, you know, at the same with the same record. And that did not happen because <laughs> Doug Peterson, my guy, Doug uh, Peterson, said, "Keep his eye on the prize." I don't want to win. I want that sixth pick. I don't want that ninth pick. That ninth pick looks a little looks a little a little raggedy. Uh, I want that sixth pick. It's a much much better option for me. So. You know Priorities. what? I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Look, wow. shout out to him, and 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 you know what? <laughs> that, that 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 was my that was my funny one. I mean, the other the other we have the shout out I want to say from an NFL perspective, man. Look, shout shout out to shout out to everybody. Honestly, shout out to everybody. This is gonna this has been a really tough season. Yeah. With COVID, with all the cancellations, the rescheduling, everything that's happened over the course of the year. And, and we've done, I mean, they've done it. They got through it. Yes, <laughs> they're they're in the playoffs now. It was entertaining. It was interesting. Some places had fans. Some places didn't have fans. Yeah. You know, and even, and, and, uh, and I'll be honest with you, that very first week of the, of, the very, of, the, of the regular season, it was very weird not having fans in attendance and, and you know, looking out to those empty, empty, empty stands. Yes. By week eight, I didn't know. I didn't notice it anymore, yeah. and, and that's and to me. That's a testament to the quality of the game that was being played on the field. Because otherwise, you know, it would have mattered. So, shout out nice. to the NFL for you know for, for for keeping it going and putting it to, putting it all together and giving us a playoff set that hopefully is going to be very interesting this year. And I'll say this: if any of these NFL players uh, tweet back at us or tell us, or at least me, I'll, I'll make this commitment myself. I will donate twenty five dollars to their favorite charity if they want to retweet one of our tweets here. At Sports Scott's picks on Twitter, if they're even listening or know about this, I've been tweeting at them all season. But who knows? I will send twenty five dollars to your favorite charity for entertaining us all year. I appreciate it. And I'll send twenty six. I'll send twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> one up. One up. Wow. You. Way to be a one upper. Okay. 
Anthony. Yeah. I just got, I just got, I just got two shout outs. I got a shout out to um, Mitch Trubisky's career because you know it's going to be over after this week. <laughs> so oh, shout out for that. <laughs> the Bears are going to get stomped out, and you know Mitch Trubisky's going to be gone. Like I said before, it's going to be um, he's he's just basically out the door. It's going to be um, moving on there. And shout out to Joe, um, Joe Judge because you know he made a he made it very entertaining for the New York area this week. This, this week he was very. Entertaining with his, his intense eyes about got to win the game. He might take Herman Edwards' spot if, you know, you play to win the game. I'd never know. But shout-outs to him. The two, the two the best two guys in football right now, Mr. Brisky's uh, career and Joe Judge. <laughs> yeah. Not Mr. Brisky, Mr. Brisky's career. Shout-out to Mr. Trubisky's career. You win this, you win this playoff game, someone's going to give you a job next year, sir. Someone and Bears may even have to pick up your fifth year option. I don't know to trade you to Houston to get Deshaun Watson and just make this deal happen. So I hope you get this win because you know what? Nothing would make me happier than seeing the Saints lose at the hands of the Bears one more time with the playoffs because that was our last playoff win was 2000. No, actually, no, our last playoff win was no, our last playoff win was 2006 against the Rams. Last time we made the playoffs, we've lost to the Eagles 16 15 because of our kicker. And then before that, we lost to the Green Bay Packers at home in the playoffs. So I hope we do get this win. That would be shocking. That would be more Plus, than anything this weekend. i say this one thing. This is going to be my better, my, my, my little side bet of the week. Mm-hmm. If the Bears actually win, I have to Chicago, I automatically pick the Bears and the over next week against wherever. Okay. Well, if they win, you realize they're playing against Green Bay because it'll, the it'll be Green Bay because they would they would be the worst. They're going to they Green be Bay. The, yeah, they're the lowest. I don't even know who's going to pick. I just randomly just thought about this. So, all right, automatically Bears in the over if they if they if they win this week. Lamar Jackson, shout you got to ride the hot hand. If they win this season. week, you got to ride the hot hand. I ride the hot hand. I hope y'all crush the Titans. I want to see the Ravens and I want to see the Chiefs in the AFC title game. That's what I want to see. That's my wish for twenty. Oh, that'll be awesome. Right, Shout out to Derrick Henry for going over two thousand yards. Shout out to Derrick Henry going over two thousand yards and, st- and not and not beating Barry, but not 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 overtaking Barry Sanders. Everybody, uh-huh. do it, do it, oh. do it. But you didn't get two thousand fifty-three, dog. Oh, one more shout out for the, the only team that has no name that actually made the playoffs. The first team with no name that makes the playoffs in the NFL history. Shout outs to them, the see Washington all, Football Team. See all that good karma y'all got by changing y'all name. That's all it took. <laughs> you could have been in the playoffs for the past thirty years. All you had to do was change your name. <laughs> Peace, y'all. I'm out. Peace. Peace.